How to start a successful insurance agency from start to finish. We'll be covering a lot of material today, so make sure to listen to the entire episode as you will find the information discussed today useful for new and or existing agency owners. For the newbies who want to start an insurance agency of your own, know that you have plenty of work ahead of you, even if you are already licensed. This guide helps you meld your natural interpretational nature and your love of insurance to get started. Let us start from the beginning and talk about licensing. If you have not obtained your license in property and casualty and or life and health, then you need to visit your Department of Insurance website in your state or region and follow the instructions on how to apply and obtain your licenses. If you are going to apply for a license, we recommend getting licensed in all lines of insurance. Why? Because we have found that most of the individuals who apply for a single line of licensing will end up wanting to cross-sell other insurance products, which requires you to be licensed in other areas. Assuming you are already licensed, you still need a general business license if your agency is registered as an LLC or INC. Your municipality's local website has details on how to apply. You can operate under your own name or form a business under another name. Register your name with the state government too, then get a tax ID number to file your taxes. As a sole proprietor, you can use your social security number. Partnerships and corporations apply for federal employer identification numbers. Once you get your federal tax ID, your state insurance commissioner's office has a checklist to register as a resident business identity. That is how you pay state and local taxes. Then you need to figure out your capital or funding needed, or recommended. Startup capital is always recommended for a new business. However, some successful agents start with as little as $5,000, while others begin with $50,000 and go short. Your business expenses are as unique as your personal expenses. For example, starting as a home-based business means no rent, no expensive sign, and you probably already have furniture in your home office. Office and storefront spaces differ as much as the price of houses. An office in New York City cannot even compare to one in rural Texas. Remember to believe in what you sell and buy the insurance to protect your business. So what insurance protection should you look into? E and O is a must. If you have a storefront, then you will need general liability insurance too. An insurance agency needs insurance. Shoot for the stars and just get a business owner's policy, or BOP, which provides a bundle of coverage. Just make sure you understand what is covered and what is excluded. Some states require professional liability insurance, or error and emissions, E&O, insurance, to initially register the business. If you are not sure, consult with an attorney. Plus, most insurance companies require you to have an active E&O policy in order to get appointed with them. Have you considered securing a surety bond? It guarantees to pay if you do not. This protects your clients if you collect a premium, but never remit it to the insurance company. Knowledge is power and experience builds your credibility. Having insurance designations is like having a college degree in our field. Here are some of the standard bearer designations we recommend looking into. Chartered Life Underwriter, CLU. Registered Health Underwriter, RHU. Chartered Property Casualty Underwriter, CPCU. 
and Certified Insurance Counselor, CIC. These designations are considered knowledgeable experts on insurance underwriting, administration, and regulations. The coursework to complete these designations provides insurance professionals with an in-depth education in areas such as marketing, administration, and underwriting. If you stop learning, then you stop growing. This is why we recommend having a mentor. How do you find an insurance mentor? Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice suggests searching for role models who take an interest in your career. If you are a captive insurance agent, reach out to the veteran insurance agents within your organization and ask for help. Trust me, it is beneficial for you both. Just be clear about what you are looking for and then ask them directly. If you are independent, reach out to the agents that participate in your local insurance association. Tell them why you admire them. Explain your goals in the mentoring process. Now let us talk about business formation. What legal structuring is best for you? First, you want to describe how you imagine the logistics working. When in doubt, consult with a local attorney and they can help pick the best legal structure for you. Remember, your business structure determines your personal liability. Here are some different types of legal structuring. Sole proprietorship, partnership, corporation, limited liability corporation, LLC, and S-Corporation. Remember, each structure has its own benefits and risks. Sole proprietary ships are the simplest structure, but carry the greatest personal liability. Business debts can be collected using your personal assets if your company runs out of funds. Your business insurance should cover this. Corporations and LLCs create a legal distinction between the agency and you. For more information, Check the Choose Your Business Structure article by the U.S. Small Business Administration. How do I find the perfect location? When choosing a physical location, you have three options to choose from. One, work from home, no ongoing rent. Two, lease commercial space, ongoing rental payments. Or three, purchase a commercial building or unit, ongoing mortgage payments. Chances are the choice is obvious. Does it matter if my location is near another insurance agency? Commercial locations like malls or business centers may limit the number of agents. Otherwise, common sense rules. Check a map of your area and see where all the agencies are now. Look for a glaring gap. If there is not an obvious hole, do what you can do to slide between the others. Get as far away as you can and still stay near customers. Let us discuss building your team. Staffing, hiring and firing employees, keeping staff motivated. In general, an insurance agency includes these basic staffing positions. One, insurance producer, a skilled sales rep who provides quotes, sells policies and renewals, clearly communicates policy information to clients. Two, customer service representative answers inbound calls, and follows up on daily agency activities. 3. Marketing Specialist The marketing specialist conducts market research, creates and edits social media posts, and uses paid advertising campaigns to expand brand awareness. And 4. Office Manager Oversees agency operations, manages staff, and reports to the agency owner. 
Each role may be filled by one person, or one person may fill many roles in a smaller agency. Most hirings in small agencies is haphazard, yet still seems to mostly work out okay. Post a position on a local job board, field resumes, conduct interviews, and add a new team member. Using a specialized recruiting agency, even with fees, often pays off for jobs requiring higher qualifications. Motivation waxes and wanes in most people's lives, but can be even more challenging to maintain in a small insurance agency. Making agency goals and setting individual goals helps keep staff motivated. Setting rewards has a greater impact than the reward may seem to warrant. The promise of a staff dinner at a favorite restaurant or an all-exclusive paid trip keeps spirits up for months. Customer retention is the key to staying in business. How to find new clients and keep current clients happy. Finding new clients has a gazillion approaches. An online presence includes website, emails, social media, blogs, and videos. Offline marketing includes even more components. Cold calls, networking, print publications, speaking engagements, direct mail, advertising, associations, trade shows, buying leads, and referrals. Once you contact a new lead, your sales process takes over. Modern clients expect ongoing communication, usually through occasional email or social media marketing. Renewals become automatic with ongoing relationships. How to get referrals from clients. The biggest reason insurance agents do not get referrals from their clients is because they do not ask. It feels uncomfortable, so it is all left unspoken. When is the best time to ask? Right after the client signs on the dotted line. A new client or a renewal at the time of the decision has a positive attitude and is most likely to make a referral right then. So what do you say? Try something like, If a friend of yours walked into the room right now, would you introduce me, knowing that I would likely talk to them about their insurance needs? Once they agree, ask, would you send a text message to those people and let them know I might be able to help them? Then follow up in a few days. Even if the client says they know absolutely nobody, you have precisely the same number of referrals you had without asking. Zero. Ask. There is no harm in asking. Next, let us talk about marketing tips. What works and what does not? Marketing includes many elements, but time and money constraints make it impossible for most agencies to do everything. Here's what we found works the best. Social media. Your Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google, and YouTube accounts demonstrate how you are different from the competition to your current and potential clients. The key is to post at least three times a week and make sure you are consistent with maintaining your social media posting. SEO SEO is essential. Small agencies may struggle to rank and compete on Google with local agencies and national brands, but the time, money, and effort are worthwhile. Note, it can take up to 12 months to see substantial results with SEO. Networking Get out and be seen. Go where your clients are. Building Referral partners with realtors, lenders, bankers. 
use your networking skills and opportunities to build referral partners. The Chamber of Commerce and other national or local business organizations help develop cross-industry connections. Volunteering helps develop your standing in the community. Although it is impossible to measure the effects short-term, long-term, your reputation is critical. Adapting to market trends. Some trends move quickly and pass by without much impact on the core of the market. Other trends take root and change how the foundation of the industry works. Do not sway in the wind with fancy trends, but it is vital to recognize a trend when it is here to stay, i.e., SEO, social media, etc. Adapting sometimes may be uncomfortable when you are stuck in your old ways, but embrace technology. Technology can help improve your software, agency management systems, and quoting systems. Automate everything possible. Invest in top-rated agency management software. Use it to track prospects and to provide ongoing service to current clients. Look for the option to access multiple carriers in online applications to save paperwork, time, and stress. The software keeps you in compliance with your state laws and helps facilitate marketing, customer service, and sales. Software packages are leased for between $50 to $375 a month, depending on the features you need. Having more options is always helpful. Consider getting appointed with several insurance carriers. You cannot sell any insurance without access to the insurance companies. These insurance carriers want long-term, profitable relationships. Getting appointed requires experience in the insurance business, a solid business plan. If you need help writing a business plan, visit your local SCORE chapter. A proven track record marketing and selling, and geographically desirable territory. Ideally, secure a direct appointment with an established carrier to offer competitive products with a solid commission schedule. For a new insurance agency, direct appointments are difficult to secure, since most carriers prefer experience, a track record, and a book of business. Which insurance products should I be selling? The choices are endless, it seems. Auto, home, life, business, flood, workers' comp, health, Medicare, or umbrella. First, answer these questions. Do you already have a focus with your clients? What do your most dreaded competitors do? The day you open your new agency is not the first day of your insurance career. You will have enough changes to cope with. Do not change your selling focus, at least not yet, unless you are competing with a dreaded competitor that makes it impossible to imagine your market share. Even then, again, maybe later. Then there's cross-selling your clients. How do I identify cross-selling opportunities? The most common reason clients do not take advantage of the opportunity to purchase more than one policy from their agent is that they were never asked. Create packages, discounts, and incentives for clients. More importantly, create bundles and discounts and incentives so you and your staff feel comfortable asking. Offering a discount is easy. Make cross-selling opportunities as easy as possible. Do I start from scratch or consider joining a cluster or insurance marketing organization? An insurance cluster is a formal association established to provide group benefits and mutual support. 
When you join a cluster, the benefits include cost savings to help build your business and profitability more quickly. You may get new leads, products, and resources like marketing, technology, and or staffing assistance. Insurance clusters negotiate deals with major insurance carriers. The perks they offer vary, as do the membership requirements. The biggest concern may be your ability to join. Not every cluster accepts new agents. Others restrict you until you reach various achievement and experience levels. There may also be an initiation fee of several hundreds to thousands of dollars, plus an ongoing membership fee. So should you join a cluster? Research to see what is feasible and then decide. There is no easy answer. Plan, prepare, and succeed. It starts with writing a business and marketing plan. You may be asked for a business plan, perhaps by your bank or insurance carrier with your appointment request. Chances are your marketing plan is shared between you and your territory marketing representative. Both plans should always be a work in progress. Your business evolves over time with influences like the economy and market trends. Successful companies maintain current business plans to follow each element that affects continued growth. Google the U.S. Small Business Administration Guide to Writing a Business Plan. Forbes published a template for a marketing plan to consider as well. A common question always asked, when can I expect to be profitable? It would be nice to start making money the day you open your doors for business. Experience suggests that it takes some time to start generating enough income to become self-sustaining. So, allow at least a few months to cash reserves in your startup costs. Setting aside cash for rent, salaries, utilities, marketing, and any other expenses reduces stress and makes it easier to do your job. It is hard to sit across the table from a client when you are worried about being forced to go out of business even before you really get started. So when is it a good time to expand operations? Seldom does any agency expand operations too soon. Here are the signs it was probably a good idea to expand a few months ago. You lose time on non-essential tasks. Every day, the work backlog is bigger than it was the day before. Administrative duties bog down critical revenue generation activities. Marketing and sales usually suffer first. Customer service. Customer service complaints about long wait times are a huge clue. Are ongoing customer service efforts going by the wayside? Emails, letters, social media? Are renewal rates down? Staff overworked. Assume your staff does their best to keep up and then ask. It should be obvious when employees struggle with the demands of their jobs. Look for increased stress, a lack of attention to detail, time off requests, or increased sick days. Check the books to make sure you can afford to expand. A conversation with your accountant is in order. Hiring more staff helps tackle tasks more efficiently, but your budget is critical. Consider hiring freelancers or outsourcing by contract for specific projects to take the load off staff without taking on more employees. Streamlining your processes in the beginning will save you headaches in the future. So let us talk about building and maintaining company processes. Every insurance agency revolves around a multitude of processes. Sales, referrals, new business, policy reviews, search engine optimization, 
SEO, requote follow-ups, cross-selling, social media, renewals, hiring, training, termination, telemarketing, handling claims, policy endorsement, billing inquiries, customer complaints, and content creation. Read over this list again carefully. Think through your processes. Is each process formalized? If not, what problems does that create? Many agents find it worth their time to think through these processes and write out the steps. If you have staff in charge of some of the processes, ask them to write out the details. Once you have the steps, it becomes easier to look for ways to save time and money. Ask yourself, how could we improve the efficiency of this process? Why insurance sales is lucrative. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics explains opportunities for insurance agents grow faster, 10%, than for average, 7%, jobs. Not a surprise, since our nation is dismally underinsured. More than 40% of Americans have no life insurance of any kind. Why the high turnover in insurance sales? Insurance sales is fiercely competitive, perhaps enough in itself. Also, insurance sales requires a unique skill set that not everyone develops. The outgoing, friendly nature, making connections, and putting yourself out there oppose the other side of the agent equation. Agents must be detail-oriented, conscientious, and focused, too. Many agents fit one side of the equation and not the other, so they find another type of work suits them better. Pay for producers. U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports median wages for insurance agents as $48,150 annually. The 10% highest paid agents earned over $116,940 a year. The 10% lowest earned less than $26,120 a year. Work schedules. As an independent agent, your time is your own. Maybe. Like other entrepreneurs, you put in extra hours many days, at least at the beginning. Over time, your business becomes self-sustaining and you can step back. Or you could step back if you are so inclined. Many are not. Building a profitable book of business. Over time, you develop a clientele with regular renewals. A book of business refers to these clients and their policies. Every year, your book grows. While you are active, this book forms your income. When you choose to step back, this book forms the value of your company or your legacy for succession planning. Selling a book of business, what is it worth? Your book of business is valued based on annual gross commission. A book valued at one and a half times means the book is valued at one and a half times the annualized gross commission. Receiving payment for your book of business. Payments for a book of business range from one times to two and a half times or even higher, depending on the method of payment and the buyer's motivations. Lump sum payment. You earn a lower multiple, likely one and a half times to two times. If you want the money all at once, this is a good choice. Payments over time. Guaranteed payments, like a pension, are a sure thing. Even if your buyer loses all the business, they still owe every penny over that time. Payments as earned. A lot less risky for the buyer, since if the book does not earn any money, there are no payments. 
but if the business grows, it earns more. This book may be valued at two and a half times plus. Succession planning for agents ready to retire. Succession planning is like retirement planning. It needs to be completed before it is time. Succession planning you start on your 64th birthday when you plan to retire at 65 is too late. Any path must begin at least five years before the transfer date, at least. Generation X and millennial buyers could be your best solution. Some baby boomer agency owners choose to go with large national brokers or private equity firms instead of these younger buyers. Although not mirroring your expectations, these next generation owners may mirror closer to your customers' expectations. So begin the succession planning process well before you even consider retiring. The two key reasons succession planning is such a problem. The next generation of leaders is not being trained. There are no well-established transition plans. Find your successor, train them, and develop a strategic plan. Be proactive. Choose your destiny and maximize the value of your insurance agency. Starting and maintaining an agency requires dedication, motivation, and ambition. Most importantly, your ability to connect with your clients and your community drives your success. As an outstanding member of both the insurance industry and your neighborhood locale, you earn an excellent living while you do what you love. There is plenty of work ahead of you, but you can have an insurance agency of your own. This guide should help you collect your entrepreneurial talents to get started. Thank you for listening and make sure to follow Insurance Agent Near Me on social media. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and sign up for your free insurance agent profile on our website at insuranceagentnearme.directory.